PXG has done it again with the launch of a new lineup of drivers, fairways, hybrids, and irons. The new Gen 5 golf clubs deliver significantly increased MOI, faster ball speeds, longer distances, and tighter dispersions, all coupled with the exceptional feel and sound golfers have come to expect from PXG. Schedule your custom fitting or buy online at pxg.com. Thanks for listening to another edition of the Stripe Show podcast. It is a froggy Wednesday. We are here today with Corn Ferry graduate playing on the PGA Tour, Brent Grant. Brent, thank you so much for your time, man. Appreciate it. Of course. That's an honor, dude. I'm ready to get out. How, how awesome does that sound? PGA Tour member Brent Grant. Well, it's uh, I guess it's been a long time coming. But uh, no, it's like I said, man, it's an honor. Uh, and to be considered uh, among one of the best in the world is, is uh, kind of surreal. That really is unreal. So our off season is officially over. We do have the shortest off season. This is the last one of this, this short period. Cause there are changes coming next year on the uh, PJ tour. Uh, back to golf this week in Napa, California at the Fortinet max Homa defending. Uh, it is crazy. It seems like Rory just won the tour championship, just won the FedEx cup. I know the uh, BMW championship played by the way, only 54 holes, which was, it is kind of funny that that ended up going 54 holes. The, the the reason is not funny, but the fact that they ended up playing 54 holes after Rory has, you know, made plenty of comments about 54 holes was kind of funny, but uh, yeah, back to golf this week. How excited are you to get your, uh, you, you played on other PGA tour events, but to get your PGA tour career with your card underway. Uh, again, man, it, it's, it's, uh, it's a privilege. Um, and it, and it's kind of humbling. Um, because obviously, you, so I, I, as you said, I, I've sort of dipped my toes in a couple of times with a couple of Monday qualifiers and, and whatnot. But uh, it, nothing comes close to to sitting in that orientation this weekend and then sort of uh, trying to wrap my head around what's getting ready to happen. And uh, you know, I played played nine holes this morning with with Ricky Fowler, which is unbelievable. Uh, and um, you know, the day just kind of got crazier and crazier as it went on. So, um, you know, hopefully tomorrow will be that, be that same way. And then, and then, uh, you know, we can just have a great week and, and, um, hopefully have a chance to win on Sunday. You know, it's crazy when you think about it. So I'm sure you're, you know, you're a young guy, you grew up probably watching Ricky Fowler. And then now Monday you're out there playing golf with Ricky Fowler. I saw it on your Instagram story. Uh, I mean, is there any point where you've kind of stopped, whether you say it out loud or you just think to yourself, like, Holy shit! This is really happening. I've said it out loud several times. Um, <laughs> I said it out loud a lot in the meetings, um, specifically like with the financials and stuff like that. I was just my head was in my hands and just sort of laughing the whole time. Uh, but it's ridiculous what we get to do out here, man. It, it's it's uh, it truly is um, an absolute privilege. But at the same time, and we we've earned it, and everybody on my team knows. Uh, that this is only the beginning and, and, uh, we're excited. So I was looking up, you know, do, doing a little research on you here. I saw, I think it's the whole, so let me, let me get this straight. Born in Jacksonville, Florida, which is just up the road from where I am. I'm in Ponte Vedra, home of the PGA tour. Uh, you did high school in Hawaii and now you live in Chandler, Arizona. That's a pretty wide, vast, like swath of area. So exactly how does one go from Jacksonville all the way to Hawaii and then back to Arizona? Well, what's, what's crazy is I, so I was born in Jack's, uh, my dad was stationed in, uh, he's in the Navy was stationed in, in Charleston actually right after that. So we moved there, which is even further East right. and then moved to Hawaii for the first time, then moved back to the States, uh, moved to Wisconsin, moved back to Hawaii after that, 
uh, and then I moved from Hawaii to California and then California to Arizona, uh, in the last two years. So, uh, it's been, it's been an interesting road. Um, not all of that was spent golfing. Um, and the fact that, that I'm able to, again, to able to do this and, and, and live where I'm able to live and, and do what I'm able to do is, it's, it, it's, it's insane. And every day I wake up in the morning and I try to try to be as thankful as I possibly can. Yeah. When did you start playing golf? About 12 or 13. So I, wow. I, I grew up late. That's so, late. That, I mean, that's late nowadays. Yeah. yeah. It's very late. I mean, even talking about, you know, some of the guys I grew up with, you know, they started playing when they were two or three and, uh, wow. and, you know, so I'm 10 years behind a lot of these guys, but, um, you know, honestly, man, I've, I've sort of, it's weird to say this because obviously we're, we're talking about the very first week of my PGA tour career, but, um, I really feel like I've figured out that, that if you just try and do, do the best you can to be humble and thankful and, and whatnot, you're, you're, and work hard, you're really going to continue to improve. And, and, uh, that's what I've tried to do throughout this entire time. And that's why I'm here. Well, you know, we'll get into it later, but the fact is that there is the talent depth on the corn Ferry tour. People don't realize how amazingly good corn Ferry tour players are. And that's the thing is that a lot, everybody just sees, you know, the big boys on the PGA tour, but the truth is there is a very deep talent pool on the corn Ferry tour. And that's why I believe, and I've said this plenty of times on the podcast, since we've had the live conversation up, oh, there we go. One took us five minutes to have the word live. Um, yep, there it is. There it is. So I, that's why I do believe the PGA tour is fine. I believe it's super healthy because um, as we have lost some people who have gone over, I do believe that there are guys that are going to be the next, whether it's the next Dustin Johnson, whether it's the next Brooks Kepka, whether it's the next Bryson DeChambeau. We have so much talent. Corn Ferry Tour is so deep, and we'll get into that because I know you've played on the Corn Ferry Tour, so you understand that. But you secured your PGA Tour card a couple weeks ago, made a birdie on the 18th hole at the Corn Ferry Championship. Now, did you know on the tee box on 18 that you needed a birdie to get in? So I, I bogeyed 16 and 17, right? And, and uh, I knew, and I was playing really well. I mean, I think I had seven birdies up to that point and was playing really well, uh, stuffing it all over the place and, and just doing, doing a really good job of, of controlling myself. And then all of a sudden, you know, you get a little two, two punches right in the throat and then you're sort of like, okay, I really hope I hit this fairway here on 18. And once I did that, I saw the scoreboard, um, and I, I sort of was like, okay, so I'm 20th, projected 20th. Mm -hmm. um, and I had no idea what was going to happen behind me or who was on the other side of the golf course finishing and whatnot. So uh, it turned out that I didn't need to make it, but it basically gained me, well, a ton of, a ton of, of clout seemed, uh, seemed like, um, yeah. obviously, since I'm sitting here. And then also, it uh, gained me 10 spots in the rankings, so wow. uh, in the reorder rankings. So, and I know how important that is. So I, again, I mean, I didn't, I didn't think necessarily that I needed to make it, but I was telling my caddy and my coach uh, who was standing there in the crowd, I was like, I got to make this putt. I'm going to make this putt. So the putt and, was 50, uh, 50 some feet. Oh, uh, you know, I'd say it was probably, yeah, 45, 40, somewhere in that, somewhere in 40 to 50 foot range. So standing over it, you were thinking I'm going to make this, not just cozy oh, yeah. up there. No, I was, it, I literally told my caddy to keep the, pin in because I was going to hit this. It was going to get to the hole. 
Um, so, but then I hit it and I literally, man, I'm telling you, I, I hit the putt exactly where I was looking, exactly how I thought I needed to hit the putt. And it went literally, it, it was as if I painted the picture myself and, uh, wow. and then the rest is history. That is, I love the celebration to see the celebration of, of, I mean, that's like you said, you started playing golf when you're 13 years old and not that 13 years old, you were trying to get your PGA tour card, but anyways, uh, that's years of hard work and dreams coming together, coming true on one putt. And to see that happen, that's where all that emotion comes from. Certainly. No, hundred percent. And that's, um, yeah, you're spot on. There's no, uh, there's no reason to sit there and, and, um, you know, try to try to make any more or any less of it. I mean, it legitimately is um, every bit of that was, was finally, yeah. I mean, you know. So earning your card, obviously dream come true, but what does it mean as far as for the average person who doesn't understand when you get your card, it doesn't mean you get into every single PGA tour event. What exactly does it mean? So it puts you in a category that, that I would say is, um, maybe, well, I mean, technically it's second from the bottom, uh, second from, well, third from the bottom. So the, the guys that are behind us, from what I understand, eligibility wise are the 126 to 150 from the year prior mm-hmm. and the past champion guys. So obviously the 126 to 150 is a finite group of guys and the past champion is just, you know, however many years that, that they want to go back. But so. Uh, but then there's ahead of us, there's the 125 from the year prior. Uh, there's tournament champions and all these different, all these different things. So, uh, and then obviously sponsors invites and whatnot as well. So I would sponsors, say sponsors invites are, are ahead of you guys. Yeah. Uh, from what I understand. Yeah. So, wow. so they, they are guaranteed spots. So there is no, uh, there's no, whether eligible. so there's unrestricted, there's restricted, there's any number of things that, that sort of come through either way. It's, it's a, it's a, like I said, a finite group of guys and it's a finite group of of spots. So for us, we have anywhere from 45 to 50 guys in our category. And for example, in in this week, we, everybody's here. Uh, The Sony is possible that everybody's going to be there. Um, You know, but waste management, maybe one or two or three of us will get in. Um, How do they choose those one, two or three? Is it the guys that are playing the best at that time? So it's, it's solely based. So in the fall, there is no reshuffle, right? So, so a reshuffle is when I'm, I'm sure you know this, but uh, a reshuffle is when uh, X number of events go by and you take the rankings from those events in that category. So let's say it's 50 guys and those 50 guys played six events and out of those six events, let's say the bottom 10 guys all played better than everybody else. Well, now those, now they're the top 10 guys. Oh, okay. And so that's so how that birdie putt did help your reshuffling process uh, as the first, as, as these first tournaments are played. Certainly. Yeah. So, so it, it, it already put me in a position where instead of being 40th in the, uh, in the, let's call it the first reshuffle was Corn Ferry tour finals. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so everybody that went through that had their card was in the reshuffle uh, and everybody that got their card through the, through the finals, it was, is also in the reshuffle. So uh, it made me 40, 31st instead of 40th, which is nine spots. That's a, that's a pretty substantial deal. So. Right. So you get your first win, obviously this past year in May at the uh, Simmons bank in Nashville. Mm-hmm. How difficult was that first win? And did you feel like a ton of bricks lifted off your shoulder? Like, Hey, you know what? I can do this. 
Yeah, I mean, I cried for like four hours. So, <laughs> but <laughs> uh, no, yeah, I mean, it, it was it was tough. You know, it, it brought me to my knees. Um, you know, Rob, one of the rules officials there was was uh, was a guy that that uh, was with me from pretty much all all the way from prequal because he runs the ones in California. Uh, all key schools there and, and all the way through obviously getting my first win uh, which was I, I played my first key school in 2017 so five years uh running and so um that was pretty cool and then obviously my caddy was there and he's an emotional guy and and we worked hard and and um yeah man it was an absolute blessing and and i was on mother's day and my dad's birthday and wow. all these cool things so Everything, I, I felt like the stars aligned a little bit that week because I certainly didn't hit the ball great, but I only like missed like two or three up and downs. So, um, yeah. And then I said this, I said this as I was standing on the putt on the 18th green for chip felt like three and a half hours. Um, but I, it proved that not only could I compete on the PGA tour, but I, I believe that I can win on the PGA tour because like you said in the beginning, the, the depth of the field on the corn Ferry tour is, is just as good. If not, if, if not, or, or close to, if not just as good as, as any field in the PJ tour. Yeah. So that's, I think a lot of people don't realize that, you know, they go and see somebody who's good at their, at their local muni or their local club. And they think, Oh, that guy's good. They don't understand that the guy that finishes at the bottom of the corn Ferry event, the guy that finishes last on the corn Ferry tour, if that guy showed up at your local muni or let your local club, he would kick everybody's ass. They're up and down the golf course all day long. With his eyes closed. Yeah, that's exactly right. You know, and I asked guys this week, uh, or not guys, but but some of the staff members, what is the difference between us and us and the PGA Tour, the Corn Ferry Tour and the PGA Tour? And and literally they all said it's experience and it's mental. That's it. Which you could boil that down to any number of phrases, obviously belief right. and yada yada yada. But but uh yeah, it, it's it's <laughs> it's it's insane where uh, American golf and, and PGA tours is, is going. It really is. As you, as you prepare for your first event, how nervous are you come tomorrow morning when you tee it up? How nervous are you right now? You know, I was, I just got off the phone. My dad about an hour and he said, dude, it sounds like you're high. <laughs> like, it, like you sound like you are legitimately like baked out of your mind and just super <laughs> relaxed. So you know, I, I've played this golf course several times. I, I've played it when it's in its worst condition in like December and it's 40 and raining and blowing wow. and everything's soft. And now everything's firm and fast and pure. I mean, it, it's like putting and chipping and hitting on, on like just glass. I mean, it's stupid how, how clean it all is. So, um, you know, and these guys do a great job, obviously, but you know, I'm just trying to take it one day at a time and Am I nervous? Yeah, absolutely. But, but my girlfriend tells me all the time, you know, nervous and excitement are the exact same thing. So right. um, nervous means you care. Yeah, exactly. And, and I'll be frank with you, man. My job out here is to play the best possible golf that I can play. Um, and the PJ tour is the best possible place to do that because it truly takes care of every little thing you could possibly think of. And it, and it brings it out, you know, whether it's golf course management or, or, food or, or PT and all these other things. And, and I had no idea that it was like this and it's blown me away and it probably will Glenn blow Finch, me away. The world's time, most awarded single right malt scotch whiskey is expertly crafted and made with extraordinary care. Each single malt is a work of perfection. 
<laughs> You'll see a lot of familiar faces out there because like you said, everybody from they, they graduated up is going to be there. Guys like Justin saw who won the points mm-hmm. and you, you know, you've got a lot of guys. I think Sam Stevens is going to be out there this week. So there, there are a lot of guys. Does that give you a little bit of comfort knowing that there are going to be some other guys that are doing it for the first time too? Certainly. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, but even, even guys that, that have been around for a year or two and some of the veterans that, that I've been fortunate enough and blessed enough to, to meet, um, you know, obviously we've got Jason Gore now that is sort of on the other side. Uh, you know, I just got his number today and, and he's like, call me anytime. So I'm like, you know, I just feel like, um, you know, obviously like guys like Eric Barnes and, and Brandon Matthews and these guys that have, have been through the crucible so many times and, and have finally made it um, on the PJ tour and, and sort of kind of witnessing that myself and going through that myself. And, and it, it makes me, like I said, that much more confident that um, we're in the right place. You know, sometimes you go out and play with your buddies. I know like, you know, a- amateur guys, you can play with your buddies and you think, man, that guy's really good. I got, got like no shot. <laughs> Did you feel at all like, you know, just like, if, for example, Monday, you, you played with Ricky when watching him hit the ball and then you hit the ball, you're like, you know what? I can do this. I can hang with these guys. Yeah. I mean, it was great. Actually. I mentioned to him that, that his swing looks unbelievable. And my coach was out there. I'm like, you know, his swing looks exactly the same as when it was when he was like winning and like top fiving in every major and all this. Other right. Stuff. I remember that year. And I'm like, like this shit is good. But like, <laughs> I'm looking at him and I'm like, you know, he hits this tight little draw and, you know, it's pretty much the same way I do and puts it the same way I do. And I hit it about 30 past him and, <laughs> you know, and, and, uh, but, but it I'm is a distance game. Brain. It really it is, is but, an absolute distance game, but, but, you know, honestly, uh, a, a course like this week doesn't matter, you know, because it's so firm on the greens, you know, fairway is a premium being in the right distance is a premium. Um, and I think where, where I sort of, have gotten lost over sort of just in the different thought processes is um, with when it comes to these guys, it's just like, you know, how much better actually are they? And it's, it has nothing to do with how their swing looks or even how they hit the ball. It's how they execute when it's on, when, when it needs to happen, do they execute? And the answer is every time it's yes. Right. Yeah, so, I saw something yeah. on Twitter today. I don't remember who posted, but I saw somebody said that so many people, has nothing to do with their golf swing has nothing to do with their ball striking. It's how they execute and what they're just, what they're trying to do. It's sometimes you're trying to hit a shot that is absolutely impossible to do when you'd be better off to just take your medicine. And so it is, it's, it's just execution. Knowing when you're in a bad spot, take your medicine, get out of there and get up and down. And sometimes there is a such thing as a good bogey instead of turning a, a good bogey into a double or a triple. That's exactly what, and, and that's exactly what he said. You know, we were talking about this tight pin on the right of, of number 11, the part three and uh, 14, I think it was actually 14. And uh, we're like, you know, if the pin's over here and, you know, because there's a bowl and whatnot and the way the green shapes. And I said, so why, why would you even go at the pin and try to fly it in the hole? He's like, well, if you're feeling it, do it. But if you're not, right, why would you put yourself in a position where you could, if you miss it a little bit, you're screwed when if you miss it a little bit and you're aiming here, you're actually better off. Right. Right. So if you pull it a little bit long left, it comes back down. If you push it a little bit and you were aiming left, it'll fly towards the hole. And if you hit it dead, that's perfect. You'll have 15 feet left of the pin and and it'll be great. But 
I think that's a lot better of a, of a strategy than sitting there going, well, I'm going to aim at the hole. And then if I miss it, great. But it's, it's actually, no, I'm going to hit it over there because I know either way, if I miss it left or right, I'm not going to have an issue. Yeah. You know, I can't I take that. That's exactly. Yeah. I can't take credit for this, but I saw uh, Peter Costas, who used to be on CBS, was on uh, Twitter over the weekend talking how proximity to the hole sometimes can be misleading. Because, yeah, like, for example, let's say that you aim 20 feet left of the hole and you hit it two feet right of the hole. Your proximity is going to show that you hit it two feet. The truth mm -hmm. is you missed your target by 22 feet. So proximity sometimes is misleading because you're not exactly sure where they're aiming at. That's correct. That's 100%. Yeah, I mean, I know in my, just in my little bit on the Corn Ferry Tour, uh, you know, last couple, three years, um, you know, there have been multiple occasions where I'm like, ah, you know, if I hit it 15 feet right and I happen to pull it a little bit, I'm going to stuff it. And, <laughs> you know, I tend, I tend to pull it. So, you know, I can rely on, that as a miss and i think that that uh you know it's ne it's it's never going to be the guy that that hits every shot the exactly the way he wants to hit it because that never happens right so you know and i think that's that you're spot on there i mean it, it is misleading if that's are misleading and i think that that anybody that tells you that that you know uh for example even tiger you know that that the shots that he hit, he was absolutely trying to hit it right there every time. Uh, it didn't happen. No, I know he says that it didn't. Yeah, I mean Ben I, Hogan himself was like, I would miss, you know, ninety-five percent of my shots, and you know, it's all about how you manage it and whatnot. But yeah, I mean, last yeah, year the players, Cam Smith, there's I mean, he admitted there's no way if you watch that on seventeen in the final round, he hit the ball right of the pin. As you know, that pin's already on the right side of the green. There might be three or four paces between that and the water. Mm -hmm. He hit it right of the green. It looked gorgeous. And when you go back and watch it, it looks perfect. It's like, wow, how, you know, what a great but he's shot. leaning like, oh, yeah, the no. truth is yeah. he pushed that a little yeah. bit, you know, yeah, and that's the thing is that he did the same thing. Yeah. Right. So, you know, listen, that that's why proximity to the hole can be a little bit misleading because you don't know where they're aiming. And sometimes, like you said, you pull one, you're aiming a little right. You pull one, you pull it left. You look like you stuffed it in there and you're like, we got away with one there. Yes. All right. Cool. <laughs> right. Well, had, yeah, had you had you been aiming at the pin, you would have missed the green, and that's exactly mm -hmm. why these stats are sometimes misleading. But as you you know, as you see these familiar faces, is there somebody you are kind of hoping to be paired with this week? Um, you know, would you like to be paired with some corn fairy guys just because you're comfortable? Oh, I, with I, well, I know, I know, I I know, I will be. I mean, there's no oh, you doubt. Be, um, you know, just just based on. Uh, how the pairing gets set up and, and what category you're in, you know, they have, they have different, uh, you know, if you've won, if you've won, you're in like a certain category and whatnot, you get a certain level of tea time. So, okay. um, yeah, I'll be, I'll be paired with, with, uh, you know, probably, I don't think, I don't know if you know if there is a Monday qualifier for this week. I don't really care, but right. Um, you don't have to do that anymore. Know, my, <laughs> nope. So, uh, you know, and, and if I get paired with some Mondays and some past champions and some corn fairy tour guys, that's great. But, um, you know, I told, I told Ricky today, I was like, man, I'll see you late on Saturday and Sunday, you know? And, and he's like, yep, all day long. I'm like, perfect. <laughs> that's so. awesome. You know, speaking of, uh, your tournaments looking ahead, obviously you're playing this week, then we've got president's cup. Uh, and then they'll, I think we pick back up after president's cup Sanderson farms, I think is the tournament after Correct. that. Um, then I think it's Vegas, if I'm not mistaken. Um, 
as you get ready, you got to have the date circled on your calendar next January because living in Hawaii, going to high school in Hawaii, had to have played golf course that the Sony's played on at Waialai mm-hmm. there. Uh, you've got to have that circled as next year in Oahu. Yeah, man, it's, 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 uh, we got to ask an orientation, you know, what is your event on the PJ tour? And, and it's the Sony, it's a hundred percent. It, um, you know, I'm, I'm grateful for, obviously for, for every opportunity I've ever been given, uh, by that entire state and, and, and it's golf and, and all of its people, um, you know, specifically Wiley, that's where I got my career started. Uh, you know, I played as an amateur in the Sony in 2017 and, oh, wow. and, uh, yeah, I got some great advice from some guys. Can do Connor Von Lahiri, those guys, and and um, you know, it'd be it'd be cool to, or it's it's not going to be cool. It, it it's or no, it would be no. Fuck that. It is cool because I know I'm going to be there. Um, and yeah. and um, it, it's um, it's going to be unbelievable because a goal of mine for pretty much since I turned pro was to stop playing the Sony Monday qualifier. Uh, and to tee it up as 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 a PGA Tour pro, and knowing that everybody and their dog can plan for it, and it's not this. Well, if I get in this and right. this and whatever, there's no what ifs anymore. Right, it's just play good and, and go get after it. Next January, you will be standing on the tee, teeing it up at a PGA Tour event at the Sony Open at yes, Wildlife. Sir. I mean, that really is. Yep. Obviously, your parents must be over the moon proud. <laughs> yeah, you know. Um, they're, they're pretty incredible. Um, they're going to be here this week and, uh, you know, it sucks. They, they, they weren't there for, for either the wind or, nor, uh, Indiana, but, um, you know, they've been with me every step of the way and, and they've made an enormous, inordinate amount of, of sacrifices. And, and I'm, I'm getting close to, to, uh, being able to pay that back, uh, wow. tenfold, hopefully. So that's, that's, that's going to be a lot of fun. I'm, I'm excited for that. That is cool. So on Monday, uh, we saw that David Puig, uh, I think that's how you say his last name, has decided to leave ASU for a senior season. And uh, he's going to live. He's Good decided to uh, stop playing and head over to live. How much live talk is there on the Corn Ferry Tour? There was a fair amount uh, for a long time. Uh, even even uh, early on in the year when uh, there was talk about, you know, um, the live tour and what was going to happen. And, you know, if this, then this and all this other stuff and all, you know, different veterans and different disgruntled guys were, had different opinions than guys like myself, guys that, that are really green and, and sort of still look at the PJ tour as, and we'll, and to be honest, we'll continue to look at the PJ tour as the best place to play golf. Um, but, you know, honestly uh, it's, it's been crazy because, uh, I think honestly, what they've done is, uh, maybe not what they intended. Um, they, they, they thought that by taking those that, and, they, and listen, anybody that's gone, they, they, they believe that they've made the best decision for them. And I, and I'm in complete support of what these guys, you know, believe is right for them. I can't, I can't judge them because I'm not in their shoes. Um, I'm in my shoes and my best decision is to be here. So, um, but other than that, man, we, yeah, there was a ton of talk. And, and as you know, there's a lot of guys that, that, you know, um, feel a certain way about the PJ tour. Um, I'm sure, you know, behind closed doors, you've had plenty of conversations with guys, but, yeah, um, especially guys that have kind of come on and off the tour and, and, mm-hmm. 
maybe or towards the end of their careers. Haymaker Coffee Company was established in 2021 to create the best coffee to fuel the underdogs who perseveres, who hustles, and have the give it all mentality to achieve their American dream. Haymaker Coffee, only roast, top quality, specialty grade coffee beans resulting in brews that satisfies those who demand every drop from their coffee and day. If you work hard, run hard, fight hard, and play hard, we have your coffee right here. Yeah, for um, some people, I understand why they went. Like, it made sense. Yeah. I don't like it. I mean, I've, I've been very clear about it here, and I'll say it again. I don't like where the money comes from. Um, I understand some people who have probably feel like they're not going to win again on the PGA Tour. Maybe they've never won on the PGA Tour, and it's just not going to happen because, listen, you don't have to be – uh, Albert Einstein to figure out, watch a couple of other guys hit golf balls and see the talent around you. It probably is a little better than what you are. And so if this place over here is willing to offer you all this money to go do that, and that's what you want to do, it's fine. Uh, my issue came with the guys that didn't want to sue the tour to come back and play like, Hey, wait a second. You had a home, you had a place to play. You decided to leave. You knew if you left what the repercussions were, you left. Now you want to come back and sue to play the place that you left. Like th- that's where my issue lied. But either way, some people I don't blame. There are some guys that I thought would go that didn't go. And I'll be honest with you. One of them was Ricky. I thought I thought yeah. Ricky was a goner. I really did. And I think that there was a time that he was really considering going. For whatever reason, he decided not to go. And I respect the fact that he didn't go. Yeah, I mean, you, 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 you're you way more plugged in, uh, you know, over there in Florida golf than I am. I'm sure with, with some of the guys you know that, that are relatively close to Ricky or, or, or you know, close enough to, to at least get his opinion. But I didn't ask him, and and honestly, uh, we have mutual friends that that want him to go, um, and you know I don't blame those friends for wanting to wanting wanting Ricky to be a part of whatever that is, mm-hmm. um, and, and you know again um, at the end of the day, uh, what what I what I've sort of kind of gotten back to is is money is no money no money in this world is clean anymore. And, you know, I think that, I think that if you break down why somebody would go, I think you almost have to remove kind of the morality from it. And I think their decision to go was solely based off of a short term sort of, maybe I'm on my way out sort of payday. And when you make decisions like that, it's sort of a toss up. It's a coin toss. And unfortunately, and it is unfortunate because obviously these are great players and big names and they've done good things for the sport. However, uh, as I discovered this week in orientation, uh, we make a pretty good living on the PGA tour. And if you decide that that's not what you want to do and there's some place that you want to go, um, that's on you. Right, but it's pretty clear that because we make such a good living, we have to protect it. So, right, and 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 if you want to go, go, but you're but you're not going to do both, and you're not coming back. The the worst thing that I've seen so far is is so you didn't sue, you didn't sue before the FedEx Cup playoffs to get right. into the other events. Right. You sued to get into the FedEx Cup playoffs because, well, guess what? Oh, I know why because there's a shitload of money that's in, that's in (laughs) those events because the other events you don't think of as all that important. Right. But guess what? You have to play those not important events to get into the buttload of money events. Correct. And then you have the other one that sued to get into the BMW championship and then plays a shitty first round. 
and then decides I'm and decides I'm going to withdraw, and then ends up at the Texas A&M Alabama. I mean, the Texas uh, Alabama game, Sergio. Uh, that oh, was I didn't know look. about that. Yeah, so yeah. he he sued to get into the well. They they were going after the you know the, the DP tour, the European tour, and uh, they got a temporary stay, temporary uh, temporary order. They were able to play. He played one round, then unfortunately the Queen passed away, and they delayed. He didn't play very well. I think he shot seventy six, if I'm not mistaken, in the first round. Withdrew, didn't give a reason for withdrawal, and then showed up Saturday at the Texas game in Austin against Alabama, standing on the sidelines. I'm like mm, that's a little weird. Yeah, I mean, again, and 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 Sergio and his family are are well taken care of, I'm sure, and have been for a long time. Yeah, um, and that's great for them. Um, but you know, again, uh, everybody makes their own decisions. Yeah, and and I think that I think that what you I can't speak for uh, a lot of the other guys. I know that there are a lot of guys still on the PGA Tour that know that they can compete. Um, and they're in their 30, late thirties, early forties. And even some of the guys that are, they're nearing 50. Um, I can guarantee you Ryan Palmer, Ryan Palmer, Kevin Streelman and Charlie Hoffman don't give a shit about any of the young guys that are coming up because right. they're like, Oh, well, mm, I can beat your ass with my left hand tied behind my back. Right. So fuck you, you know? Right. So it's, and, and honestly, that attitude is why they are the way they are and right. why they've been so successful. So. It is. As it's exciting to hear that. Yeah. It's exciting yeah. to hear Ricky's playing well again. It really is. Cause you know, I know, he, I, I know he changed caddies. I know he's changed swing coach. He was going back to Butch is what I read. Um, what I understand. Yeah. But it's good to see that, you know, you played with him on Monday and you've seen him around and he is, he, he is striking the ball well again. Oh yeah. He looks great. Um, you know, uh, it, the sound is great. Uh, he looks unbelievable. How's he um, rolling it? Cause there was a time he was, if you remember, there was a time he was arguably the best putter on tour at one time. <laughs> You know, it's so funny. I talked to him on, I think 16 is what it was. And and we were talking about putting and I said, you know, on greens like this, it's pretty tough to miss putts. Like if you're missing putts, it's because you're doing something wrong. Now it's not, I'm not sitting here saying that putting is easy because it's not because it's all mental, but. But the greens are doing what you think they're going to do. Oh my God, they're unbelievable. And it's like, obviously you play like Tory and some of the Bermuda events and it's a little different, but. But out here, I mean, these screens are like, I mean, it's like God painted them. It's un- it's unbelievable. And it, it's, you know, and, and I talked to him, I said, you know, for you, uh, being, being obviously historically an unbelievable putter, he's like, yeah, you know, it's been a little spotty the last couple of weeks, a couple of years or whatever. And I said, yeah, you know, but uh, from what I understand, historically, <laughs> you know, exactly, right? Like, like, like this idea of, of, you know, this guy that hasn't necessarily played well and, and he's even sort of doubted a, a big, huge part of his game. Yeah. But I, t- I looked at that square in the face. I go, dude, fucking just go back to doing whatever you were doing. Like, right. you're fucking unbelievable. I know. <laughs> it's stupid how good he was. And, and Sometimes it, you and, keep and, trying to change it and trying to get better when in reality what you're doing was pretty damn good. When you, I mean, the year he finished top five in every major, I would say whatever he was doing then, that was around the same time he won the players. The players was like a, maybe a year or two before that. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And we we were talking about a pendulum, you know, golf game and 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 is in general like a, a pendulum. And you know, you feel like you're going one way, uh, maybe a little bit too far, and you start missing in a certain direction. And then you know that you can get back by doing the the opposite. And it just sort mm-hmm. of you try to stay in the middle. And um, he's been Crazy on both game. sides. 
he's been on both sides, a hundred percent. He's been on both sides and he's on his way back and fuck that dude's gonna, it, it's going to be a great year or two for him for sure. At the very That's least. Good. I'm excited to see it. Well, Brent, man, listen, man, I w- wish you all the best of luck, man. I, it's so just excited, happy for you, proud, just everything, man. Good luck. Uh, but before we let you go, I got to ask you, we do a quick emergency nine. I'll ask you quick nine questions. And you just give me the first answer that comes to mind. Number one, the best golf shot you've ever hit in your career. Uh, best golf shot I've ever hit in my career was probably the five iron on 14 on Sunday in Indiana. 216 okay. up the hill into the wind. I hit it to four feet. Where does the putt rank on 18? Uh, pretty far up there, but, <laughs> yeah. uh, it, 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 14 was, that was a big moment. Uh, favorite sports team or athlete, uh, favorite athlete, um, would probably have to be, um, Cody Bellinger from the Dodgers. Also my favorite team. Okay. All right. Cool deal. Uh, go to food on the road. Chicken parm. Olive garden. Nice. Nice. Where does Chick-fil-A rank? <laughs> really fucking close <laughs> really close <laughs> most famous number in your cell phone fuck um i don't know i just got jason gore's number that's pretty fucking nice. cool that is, but that uh, is, that's cool yeah, ricky I mean, fowler not yet not quite there yet we're, okay we'll we'll, we'll 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 get that number i'm sure once i've won about 12 times um okay. <laughs> yeah uh yeah, that's probably. Uh, do, right. I, do I have a country music star that's that's uh, his name is George Burge. He's fucking unbelievable. That's probably oh, nice. cool. Celebrity wise, uh, yeah. Player that you will be most nervous to be paired with on the PGA Tour. Rory McIlroy. Really? Yeah. I, More than my, Tiger. I, I, well, so the 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 cool thing about Tiger is 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 I know where he's at, and I know his background, and we have a very similar background. Mm-hmm. Um, Rory, considering we're the same stature and I basically idolized the guy for, and tried to build my entire game the way he did even right. have the same sort of bounce as he does. Um, yeah, I mean, especially now with everything that he's doing, um, that'll be, that'll be tough not to fucking fuck it up in some way. But, <laughs> That's badass. Uh, if you weren't a pro golfer, what would you be doing? Uh, professional baseball. Well. If I had my pick, is that what you're asking? Yeah. If you could do whatever you wanted to do, if you didn't oh, play golf, what would you do? MLB. And MLB. Absolutely. All right. Okay. Here's a, here's one. And this, this will start an argument, but I'm asking anyways. Does a hole in one on a par three course count? Absolutely. Hole in one to hole in one. Okay. So I had one uh, earlier this week. I was playing with a buddy of yours. Um, um, Drew it. Red Drew it. Never, from, never heard of him. I don't know what you're talking about. And uh, we were on a par three course doing a charity thing, playing a hundred holes. And I didn't end up playing a hundred holes. I played quite a few, but didn't play a hundred, but had a par, had a hole in one on a 90 some yard par three, but it like landed when boom, some people are like, ah, par three course doesn't count. I'm like, no, a hole in one is a hole in one. Those are the guys that have never had a hole in one, by the way. Correct. Exactly. Uh, In the gym, cardio or weights? Weights. I make all right music on the golf course uh hard rock metal really okay so, all right so you're cool with music on the golf course though absolutely oh yeah i felt okay absolutely without a doubt yeah i love, I love music on the golf course so what uh, uh what's your schedule moving forward we'll see you this week at the uh, at the fortinet then next week off for the president's cup which i think i mean yep 
I, I mean, I think it's going to be a lot better than people think it's going to be. I think it's going to be more competitive. I think people think USA is just going to completely annihilate it. I think the the European people, the, the, the European players are going to put up a, I'm not saying they're going to win. I think it'll be a well, closer fight so than they think. You got to remember, right? So it's not, it's not the European, it's the, it's the international. Inter- international. Yeah. Right. So, so but yeah, I, I think that's what you were thinking, but um, yeah. yeah, dude, I mean, they're great players. So Becky Matsuyama is obviously a fucking unbelievable. I was practicing yeah. next to him today. Um, Adam Scott. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, there's some good players good. out there. Oh right. yeah. But I, uh, yeah, we're going to wax them. Yeah, I think so too. I do too. I, I think so too. I have to. I have to say that it's just the way it's going to be. So after that's the Sanderson Farms. We'll see you there. Yes, sir. And uh, will you play every fall series event? So uh, I, I I'm, so if everything goes completely perfect and I and I'm able to win one of the first two events that I play either this week or Sanderson, uh, I'll play possibly Zozo uh, Shriners. Um, Shriners is already a possible, um, and then. I think Mayakoba Butterfield is a definite. Uh, Shriners and Mayakoba are possible. Uh, Butterfield's um, a definite, and RSM is more than likely. So I'd like to play hopefully four to six events. Would be would be pretty cool. And when you say possible, it just means whether you qualify for them, not whether whether you want to play. You'll, you'll you'll play any event you qualify for at this point. Yeah, if I'm in if I'm in fifty events this season, I'm in fifty events and I'm playing for the events. I, I love that because we see so many people that are awesome. like, I want to play less golf. I'm like, no, no, no. Brent's like, I want to play as much as they'll let me tee it up. Fuck yeah, absolutely. Especially with the good. amount of money that's come out to be made. God, that's so awesome, dude. Well, good luck, Brent, man. Good luck, man. I hope you play well. Hope you have a great week. We'll definitely be following along and uh we'll have you back on after you win without a doubt. Don't don't forget the Stripe Show podcast when you win, and I text you. I'm like, "Hey, you want to come on?" You're like, who, who the who the hell is this? <laughs> well, dude, I, it's been like I told you, I almost missed it, man. I, I I legitimately looked at my phone, like, "Fuck, I totally forgot." And thankfully, you were you no were worries, gracious dude. enough to, I get to it. allow the I get it. No so. worries. We're very gracious of your time. Good luck to you. Hope you have a great week and uh, enjoy your week off during the President's Cup. I'm sure you'll be watching, and then uh, we'll be following along with the Sanders and Farms as well. Yes, sir. Thank you, brother. Really appreciate it. Thanks, man. Have a good one, man.